0: The Dancepreneuring Studio, Session 25: How Art and Dance Overcame Depression. Five, six, seven, eight. there and welcome to another session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. I am Annette Bone and this is the place where dance inspires life and business. Every other week we bring you some of the best and creative minds who are connected to the art of dance and they share their stories, their ideas, strategies and tactics to move your life and business forward. And this week I get to share my friend Nua Lu, who is a dancer, a designer, and the author of Art Devotionals. And it was great to talk about how dance and art helped her overcome some major challenges in her life. And being around her reminds me of how freeing dance is and just the importance of self-expression and having that medium, not only to overcome certain challenges, but just for the joy of self-expression. So I hope you get that from our interview, and I hope that you can learn from what she has gone through. Thanks again for joining me. Hi, this is Noah Liu,
1: dancer, designer, and author of the book Art Devotionals, and you're listening to another session of the Dance New Studio with my friend Annette Bone.
2: It's profitable to be skillful and wise. Welcome to this
0: week's Step to Success. A step to your success is anything that moves your life and business forward. Whether it's an app, a book, or an idea, you can apply something today that will help you succeed. Today's Step to Success is a tool that will help you create stunning images in a very short amount of time. And that tool is called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And you can find a link in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 025. And Canva is, it is a really great tool. I have to say, I'm not a graphic designer and it has made it's so easy for me to create images on the fly. And I like that they have so many templates that you can use. So you don't have to worry about measurements for an Instagram image or for a Facebook post or Facebook cover or a blog post or a presentation, even for an infographic. There's a lot of different templates. They have fonts, designs, shapes, grid lines, so much. And it's very user friendly. If you don't have a budget for a graphic designer, this could be an option. And if you use your own images, you can download your creations from Canva for free. But even if you use their paid options, they're very minimal. I think some of them start like at a dollar. So check it out. It's called Canva, C-A-N-V-A, and you will be on your way to easily creating some stunning images.
1: And now, Life and Business Connect with the Dancer's Dialect.
0: The Dancer's Dialect is the dancer's language. I'm going to share dance terminology across different genres so you can see the correlations in your life and in your business. The word for today in the Dancer's Dialect is lyrical dance. Lyrical dance is a style that incorporates elements of ballet, jazz and contemporary and is usually done to music with lyrics to evoke strong emotions and strong expressions. In terms of business, what is the emotion that you want to evoke when your clients are looking at your website or looking at your other marketing materials, whether they're having a conversation with you in person or via email What is it that you want them to feel so that they trust you? If you haven't thought about these things, I would recommend that you do an audit and reassess any processes and other things that you can improve on so that you attract the clientele that you want and that you can speak to them and have them trust you and continue developing those relationships.
2: Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation,
0: one of the biggest lessons I've learned as I've gotten older and going through several challenges myself, like everyone else, is to not minimize someone's struggle. And regardless of whether I think it's a small challenge or a big challenge, I'm not in that person's shoes. So I could never know how that person feels. And so I've learned to be more empathetic and more compassionate. And of course, I'm always still working on these things. But Until I went through some things myself, I never really understood the severity and just the complexity of body image issues and depression. And so my next guest, Nua Liu, my dear friend, she shares how dance and how art helped her overcome this and just the process that she went through in terms of finding gratitude for where she was and then having that process translate into her book, Art Devotionals. And so I thought that was pretty neat that she took a simple exercise of being grateful and turned that into a book. So I hope you are encouraged by this interview. And I really am thankful that she is a friend of mine. And every time I'm around her, she just is she exudes energy. She exudes positivity. And I hope that you have friends like this in your life as well. I hope you enjoy this. What is your mindset
2: when you are creating dance and when you are creating art?
1: Well, usually when I am just creating both in general, um, it's to just really portray a message, um, a message that either I want to share with the world that from something that I've been learning in my life, or it's a message that I really appreciated from learning, um, just from someone else. And so, yeah, usually it's a message I want to portray. And if it's like out in the public, like a piece of art that I want to show at a gallery or on my website, my main goal is to also have it to be really encouraging and uplifting. And yeah, I would say my style is usually pretty um, cute and positive and endearing. And I really want people to um, leave with that after looking at my work just so that they can just walk away. Also, I'm um, feeling encouraged and uplifted.
2: Well, I can definitely attest to that feeling that I get when I see your artwork and when I see you dance. And I don't know if I ever told you this, but one of the performances that I saw you perform in the person next to me, she had never seen you perform and she didn't know what to expect. And when she was watching you dance, I looked over at her, and she, just her comments, of course, she was saying, "Oh my goodness, she's such a great dancer, but she had tears in her eyes, so you moved her, so I don't know if <laughs> wow, if I ever told you that but but because I feel like you draw from really deep within yourself when you are creating dance and creating art, and I think it's really obvious, and it really shows in your work, so i want I definitely wanted to share that with you because." As you were explaining that, that that was brought to mind, and I, I see that in in what you do. So it's it's really great. I think it's a really great thing when your audience connects with you on a much deeper level than just the surface aesthetic of whatever art you're trying to do.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, that awesome. that means definitely a lot to me because you know I definitely every time I'm dancing or I make a painting, it's really from the heart and. I think when it's like really personal, that is the best way to reach others. So I really appreciate
2: that. Yes, it's true. What have you learned in your transition from working at a job into freelancing and becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Wow. Well, <laughs> I'm still learning.
2: Um I would say
1: the biggest thing is just really learning how to be self-disciplined because, you know, when I was working nine to five, I just they basically did what people told me to do. You know, I just went into work and was kind of on this like this mindset like of just okay, I just gotta do what people tell me to do. But then when I transitioned to freelance, it was just like, shoot, I'm kind of like my own boss and I have to like discipline myself to just be organized, to set deadlines, to um prioritize things. So has definitely been um the biggest like difference, and then also to just keep learning um I realize as an artist doing graphic design and even with dance it's just like there's so much stuff to learn and to improve on, so um there's always learning new things, whether it's to improve my skills or to like do things for like social media or like website stuff that I just don't know how to do but a lot of times like when you're starting when you're starting out as an entrepreneur you have to learn everything and kind of just know everything in the beginning and just pick it up so it's still a learning process for me i struggle with it a lot but i just really have to like push myself every day
2: i really appreciate the fact that you're so candid and honest about the fact that you're still in the learning process and you're still figuring some things out i think we're always no matter how long we've been at this, there's always something to learn. If you could go back six months, what is one thing that you would do differently knowing what you know now? Hmm. I would,
1: I would definitely just collaborate more with other creatives or other people who are also entrepreneurs. Because I find that so important that when you get other people involved, they really push you but they also keep you accountable. So if I were to, yeah, I have met amazing people. Like I know today, if I knew them before, I would feel like I would just be on a whole different level. Um, instead of just thinking like, Oh, I just got to do this on my own. You know, it's me, me, me. But I realize like a lot of this stuff is, it's not, it's like a collaborative thing. You know, we're all, um, we're all so creative and everyone has such great input on things. So I find that it's so helpful to work with others yeah
2: (laughs) that's that's a great point and that's and and the good thing is that now that you realize that you're already moving forward with putting that into place so that that's it's a great lesson learned I think for sure it definitely is (laughs) what was the process in creating and launching your art devotional book?
1: yeah for my book you know it started as just a personal project of mine I was just really having a hard time, like being grateful and just really kind of sad <laughs> at like a point of my life. And I, one day I just went to the park and I brought my sketchbook and I was really reflecting on just the things that I'm just, you know, I take for granted, like my family, my friends, my church. And I started um, just drawing and meditating on a Bible verse and it really helped me just remember like, wow, like I'm, I have so many great things I can just really be thankful for. And so, um, from that day forward, I made a commitment to do a drawing every day to a Bible verse. And that picked up, I made like so many drawings that I filled up an entire sketchbook. And from that point, I decided to post it online on my blog. And it actually got pretty good comments from people. They Really enjoyed seeing it and I was like, Hey, I should just actually make this into a book. And so, um, that was really hard because I think it took longer for me to actually put it together and publish it than it did to me, for me to create the book because I was so nervous and I was so scared. But after doing it, I did a Kickstarter campaign and that went pretty well. Like I fundraised all the money for it. And then from that point, I had like a little book launch party and just started really marketing, um, reaching out to bookstores and different um, churches to do art workshops. And it's been crazy because everything I wanted to do, it's like step by step. It's been happening. And it's just really shows like, yeah, when you have a project that you're really passionate about, it is possible. You just have to like do it first and then just plan on it and just keep going. So that that was basically the process.
2: What started as a, I guess you could even call it a therapeutic exercise for you of having gratitude, putting it on paper, and then kind of collectively putting that all together. That process that you went through, and then you being scared, but still doing it. I know we've talked about this before, where there's so many people who have ideas and maybe even start doing things, but they never finish it for because of fear and because of being so concerned about what other people think. I, I think that's a big key that you hit that you just keep going and keep adjusting and doing things as you go along and be in a forward progressive process. And like you said, all these things are happening because you did the work. I mean, you put things together, you went for it. And even though you might've been scared or had your doubts about things. and so. I really admire that about you and about people that even if they don't have everything figured out or 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 launch something or do something, and maybe everything's not perfect, but they still do it. And there's still some success that comes from that. I really, I love hearing stories like that. I love associating with people like that. And it's just another example, like you said, that if you're passionate about something, and you take the necessary steps, things can happen, and things can happen quite quickly. So Thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it was one of those things. Sometimes I like close my eyes and I think like, oh, if I died and you know I didn't do this, then what would I be like? You know, just a you know, just like. Anyways, I like would think those things. It's like, oh shoot, you know, I think this is a project that I would totally regret if I was like dead and I just didn't do it.
2: But it's, you know we laugh about it, but it's true because we we get reminded like okay, either I'm scared and I'm, or I'm, and I'm, I'm, am I going to question what if I did this? What if I, and we all have regrets. I'm sure there's things that we regret that we did or we didn't do, but I think more so, I think people regret the things that they didn't do because then you don't know, at least if you went for it, you know that there's a, a result that happened, whether it was negative or positive, it doesn't matter. It's a learning experience, but that what if question, you'll never know if you don't go for it. So you're right. You're totally right about that. And that's definitely something I, I think about too, when I'm thinking about <laughs> different things. So I really appreciate you sharing that. <laughs> so you have had this successful book launch. And as an entrepreneur, there's always ideas and projects that you want to do. Do you want to talk about what you have going on right now? Yeah,
1: right now, I am currently working on another book And this would be a book that's to encourage young women. And so it would have pictures and devotionals that really encourages them and just to be who they are. (laughs) So this would be like a devotional book for young girls. And then I'm also uh, really exploring the field of animation and motion graphics. So I've been working on a few little projects that combines dance and animation and i'm really excited for it because it's like combining my two passions together so definitely
2: um look out for that that is very exciting and i know that book is much needed in today's society speaking of the whole going through that process that you did with the book and sketching every day and that kind of thing do you mind talking about how you used art to capture your thoughts when you were going through a not so ideal period in your life with anorexia and depression
1: yeah definitely um so when i was in college i like my first year i went through really bad depression and um that's just kind of led to other things like i had a horrible eating disorder and it was just really tough because i didn't know that, you know, I would go through it just coming, like in, going into college, like everything was going great. And then all of a sudden I just felt like the world was just like crushing. And I just felt like, man, like what's going on with my life? Like I don't know what I'm doing and all that stuff. But, um, you know, like in the midst of it, I, I did get, you know, I had really great support from my family and counsel. But um, it was in that time of just like recovery that I got back into drawing because um I didn't draw for like two years or did any type of art. So as I was uh, recovering and I turned to art, it was just really great for me to kind of express all my internal thoughts out on paper or on a painting and it was just like, for me to just release that felt so amazing and just to be open about it. Like when I made like a painting um, and then I would show it at like an art show, people would really relate to it. And I think it really just made it clear that this issue isn't so hidden. It's really, really, it's really prevalent in our society these days, especially amongst young women. And so I, I mean, till this day, I still like, you know, sometimes I struggle with it. Not going to lie. You know, like sometimes, you know, I feel like, oh, if I ate this, I feel so fat, blah, blah, blah. And I know a lot of like guys and girls might like, you know, struggle with that. But for me, it's like I can't just have that thought in my mind and just let it settle um, when I'm able to draw it out. I'm able to look at it and be like, is this really what I think of myself? And I'll look at my art and be like, this is like completely a lie. And I'll start drawing, you know, the, what the truth of the matter is. I'll start drawing myself in a, in a positive light, who God created me to be. And so art has been so helpful for me to just kind of, you know, see what it is that is true and compare it to, you know, my own fault, my own thoughts that are totally far from the truth. And I'm able to just really come to terms with that and to be able to move forward and just seek, yeah, seek something positive in it.
2: I think it's important that we emphasize that you actually seeked out help when you were going through this time in your life. And a lot of times I think people feel embarrassed if they have to seek Help or counseling or whatever. I know I certainly felt that way when I was going through a period where I just thought I didn't think I was going to be able to get out of it. And I was so depressed, but I found that uh, as I sought help that it really, it did help me for lack of a better word. It helped me to get out of that. And then like what you were saying is, is that focus of seeing yourself as God created you and not the false lies and thoughts that can come suddenly. Mm -hmm. And like you said, sometimes you deal with it, you just don't know what's going to trigger it. But when it does, then at least you know how to deal with it now because you've you've overcome that. I appreciated that you shared the transparency of it's not perfect, but you've overcome it and that you're growing. And so I really appreciate that Mm -hmm. you shared that. How would you say that's transitioned into what you're doing with dance though you you talked about art and capturing your thoughts helping you through this period of time and then i feel like dance is an extension of that do you want to talk a little bit about that as well
1: yes i i'm so grateful for dance <laughs> because like It really, it's, I mean, just like art, it helps me to just not focus so much on like these internal thoughts that are so negative, but I'm able to like move. I'm able to listen to great music that just makes me feel awesome. And just, I don't know, like dance is just so great. Like all the great health benefits, but also just. It is really therapeutic, I think. And I think a lot of dancers can relate to that. You know, like when I'm dancing, I feel like I can just be free. I can just, I don't know. It's just for me, dance is definitely a form of praise. So I can just, just really praise God for like who he created me to be, not what society tells me to be. And sometimes I know when I'm dancing, I don't look the best, but I'm just being me. And so, how I cope a lot of the time is through dance and just the dance community too. Like when I'm out taking a dance class, I'm able to talk to other dancers, other people, and it's just so positive. So I am so grateful for dance. And, you know, if any of you guys ever feel down or sad, just get up and
2: dance a little. It's so helpful. It's so, true. It's very, oh, there's just something about it that. You are right the the freedom, the freedom of expression and it being a form of praise, and uh you just get lost in it some i think sometimes just depending on the where you're at and what you're doing and it's it is it's a and like you said, dancers would understand it's it's such an amazing gift to be able to do it to watch it to participate in it to learn to learn from amazing dancers and choreographers. It's all in, I have to agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? I love to connect
1: with people. (laughs) I have a website, just a little blog I have. And that's where I post like, you know, my devotionals and videos. So that's at artdevotionals.com. And they can also email me. My email is my name, Lu Designs at gmail.com. And they can find me on Instagram just under my name, Lu or Facebook. But yeah, I love to like talk to you and just connect. And if, you know, anyone else that's just going through stuff like what I went through, they really like to just connect and share. I'd love to hear their stories as well.
2: That's awesome. Thank you, Nua. It's always a pleasure for me to speak with you in person. And of course, uh, with this interview, I always feel encouraged and happy whenever I see you and when we talk and thank you for being that blessing in my life. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, I love you so much.
2: (laughs) I love you too. Thank you. (laughs) All right.
0: Yes, so much love with us dancers, us artists, creative people. It's such a great thing. I am so thankful for it. I'd like to know if you have used dance or art or music or some other medium to overcome challenges in your life. I would love to hear about them. And you can go to AnnetteBone.com forward slash zero two five, where you can also find the show notes to this session. And I would really appreciate it if you could leave a review on either iTunes or Stitcher Radio, and that way I can continue improving the podcast and also get the word out about the podcast. And I would love to mention you on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Until next time, I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening this has been a session of the dancepreneuring studio find the archives of this show at anetbonecom slash podcast or on itunes contact annette at annettebone.com this podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com all rights reserved the dancepreneuring studio is the place where dance
1: inspires life and business